And you're listening to the hottest internet station.
my words come through my pen like a hurricane. She must know I'm going to come up from evening to sun up. I'm the architect like I wrote the code to the what's up app. I was born in the eye of a storm. I'm an artist. I tried to create art. The perpetual motion of illusion, the fill of my journal, and the inky slide of my pen tip. The scratch of my mohair that sometimes creates turbulence to a weak mind like the therapist at work. I wrote my way out of hell. I wrote my way to simplicity's heaven, my own deliverance as I crossed the raw tracks of my arteries. Got me swirling like a hurricane with a disturbing name. Dead mind, zombie, hater, killer that exists in every sentence. My pen hits. My anxious soul is rushing intuitive perception to my head. Scribbling, gifting winds, thoughts are coming like a train arriving in a stop station. From my lips, voice flowing outward and upward. My pen is unidle. My thoughts keep roving. I touch my pen while words are left to scrawl like a hurricane. To know this pen flow thoughts. Thought words I kind of live where I find myself. I want my words to be the love song that I, I never wanted to forget. From the ink of my pen to my paper, my pens are scaffolds in disguise of fire, and of light. I write in the confinements of my mind and have to cope with no one except my own self. Still staying in the unconscious, a frame of mind you can pull yourself out and throw up two rhymes first and work it back. You get the rhymes first and work it back, and then you see if you can make it make sense in another kind of way. You can still stay in the unconscious frame of mind to pull it off, which is the state of mind you have to be in anyway. Coming through an absent roof, words are not enough, yet my pen is a naked person. Some people say that my pen is a poet. Welcome to another segment of DSR Saturday where a portrait and spoken word comes alive. Where the mic comes alive in the way you determine your own mood based on your actual spoken word. The practice of poetry to bear witness to our lives. And if you want to get on the mic, the number is 1605 And the call ID is 13. Six zero five four, and press star one to get in, and press star two. You raise your hand. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another DSR Saturday. I hope you are enjoying your weekends. I hope everything is well with everybody. Before we get started, we want to have a moment of silence as we lost one of the great poets in our poetic community, King Kaju. We lost him last week, so we want to give a moment of silence to the great and one and only King Kaju.
Okay, gang, you ready to get this thing going? Let's do this. All right. Well, first of all, why don't you um, play a track, and then we will do the intros. Yeah, if you're a true player, I'm a 
Boston. How you doing, baby girl? 
I am loving D.C. I'm very happy to be here. I know. Are y'all ready, though? That's the question. Are y'all ready? Absolutely. All right. All right. So we're going about to... We're going about to get this shit in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, King, uh, 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 DJ. Yes, sir. I can't, I still can't see the board. So you have to do all of that. I still can't see it. I'm, tri- this thing has got me tripped out right now. So, you know, it is what it is. You know, so, hey, what can we say? So what we're going to do is we're going to let the dynamic duo do a collaborative piece, and then we're going to go to some questions, we're going to bring in some callers, and we're going to do what we do. So handle it, you two. All right. All right. Um, here we go. <clears throat> I wish... I can construct words, but I'm so sorry. It's starting to feel like just words. My eyes closed tightly. I'm dance forbidden rhythms with the partner that was most unlikely. My ego rubs haunted phases about ways to obtain the said greatness. Picture the horse after the carrot. Now distracted, I began to chase it. Your heart heavy, but I'm so far in the darkness. I barely sensed you. I confided with something timeless and well-versed with these words worked even if I had to burn first. But that was not you. You know, that kind of sordid, void, distorted, recourse that we voice pleasantries of choice. No remorse that she rewarded me with this non-loyalty endorsement. I was tripping over the green of grass. I fell forward. I said, tripping is over. Peeking at the green of grass, I fell forward. So between mental instability and false filling me, plus the darkest imagery, sparking my memory, calling me vividly, always listening, this awkward synergy clawing into me, falling differently, talking about she missing me. Baby, I've been so hurt that I could desert you. That wasn't our true union. Yeah, that shit over there, that was a commercial. And I loved you even though my works were backwards in nature, making you hate because that's not what love does. That's not the recipe. That's not the reason hundreds of hopeless lovers. No hashtags or slogans can save a man who's truly broken, but I found you. Holding you tightly, letting you know that I belong to you both daily and nightly. So the next time you need to know where it is that I am, you can turn around and truly find me. I'm here, baby. I know. You got distracted. You got hoodwinked and bamboozled. I understand how that happened, see. It happened while you were being caught up to me. See, there was someone who was tickling my ear and comforting me, noticing that things had changed in my life, too, like my status on social media said that my relationship with you was complicated, and to him, that was a welcome message saying, maybe he doesn't love you the way that you need to be. Maybe there's a void, and it can be filled by he. He wanted to talk to me late at night and make sure that everything was all right. If I needed to cry, well, he said, here's my shoulder, all right? 
He wanted to comfort me and rub me and console me. He was saying all the things that I needed to hear. He wanted to let me know that he was near, that I needn't fear, that just in case you slipped completely up and lost your mind altogether and didn't find your way back to me, that he would be willing to take the spot voided by you. And I was thinking, oh, it could be so easy to. A replacement man for the one that I had in hand because he didn't appreciate what he had when he had me. It could be that simple, you know. Sometimes relationships don't grow. They just blow away like a puff of smoke. But it wasn't to be, see. My heart had been shattered into a million pieces and I couldn't put it back together so easily. It wasn't like the puzzle that had been cut out by a jigsaw knife and I could put it back together because I could see the picture clearly on the lid of the box and know that there was only 500 pieces that would put back what I thought I lost altogether. No, there was still hope. That's all I needed. That's all I needed. The size of a mustard seed, really. I held on to it. Knew that I could make it grow. So I prayed with everything inside of me. And I dreamed. I held on to that dream real tight. And so at night, before I went to bed, and I'd slumber and wake up in the morning with thoughts in my head of us getting it back on course, I knew that his heart was still linked to mine because sometimes he called me in his sleep. I had to hold on to that with all of me. Eventually, he found his way back. It wasn't like the grass was growing on the other side. No, see, that was artificial turf. So he remembered that this is the heart that was linked to his here on earth. I was his angel when he found his way back to me. I figured out that safety in his arms was all I needed because it's so amazing. We got ourselves back together, and I don't have to look too far when I'm looking for him because he's right here. I can feel his energy even when he's not with me. I know this is where I'm supposed to be. So it's okay. Even when the calculated distance between us is, again, 712 miles away, I book another flight and I'll be right back here with my baby. He's King's Cadence and I'm Gina Storm together. We're Storm's Cadence. And ladies and gentlemen, that's our piece. you too. 
You know? Yeah. That's right. Well, first off, to both of you, I appreciate you coming to the show to render your wares in the poetic community. I just love you two to, to life. So the first question I have for both of you is, who are you and what do you do? Um, well, I'm, I think I'll go first on this one because it's, <laughs> well, me, I'm, well, uh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm King's Cadence, but I'm, I'm Randy Rogers. It's, I'm, I'm a person, like I said, I tell everybody, if you found me a year and a half ago, the only thing that you would know is that I'm, I have a love affair with words. And, um, baby says that my, she used to say that my, my chase for greatness is going to consume me because I literally spend hours a day dedicated to chasing different ways to, you know, to get wordplay down and, and cadence work and, and all of those things. And the beautiful thing now about being exposed to every element, you know, like everybody that I come across, I pick up a piece of them because everything makes, you know, from like the newest person, like being around Joe, like a Joe the Verbal Mind Dancer when I'm around him when he spits, I pick up that, you know, how he's mastered it. You know, like I'm not only back to say he's a monster, but I am, I'm learning from different people. And then like people who as new as maybe Desire, who, who's just maybe a couple months in, when she does it, her vulnerability and her sensual aspect are also things that I like in my work. So it's like me, I'm, I'm like a kid in a candy store. I'm a kid in a candy store because I'm picking up things from everybody that I'm around. And I'm like, ooh, I didn't know that exists. Ooh, I didn't know that exists. So I'm like, I'm a fan of the art. I'm a fan of of the whole thing of it in its entirety. So. Okay. 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 Gina. Okay. Um, Gina Storm is a retired preschool teacher and child care provider. Um, for a little over two decades, that's what I did for a living, and I decided to stop working and devote um, all of my time to writing poetry and performing spoken word because I wanted to be able to do what I'm passionate about. This is my purpose and my passion. That was my career. That was my vocation. That was my job. This is my passion. I don't care if I don't make any money doing this. This is what I was born to do. And I wanted to do what I loved before I died. As much as I loved children and doing that for a living, um, I think I made a decent living, and I did it with the same passion that I do poetry. And I did it for as long as I wanted to, and now I'm done. Now I'm a grandmother, and my three grandchildren are the only children that I've care to care for now so um my three granddaughters my two granddaughters are in school and so my grandson if i would care for any child it would be him one or two days a week um god willing while in town because i plan to be traveling extensively in the next few years and won't be available for gg duty but um since i've gotten in this partnership and it's been romantic and business with king's cadence I want us to do as much as possible together 
Um, so I spend a lot of time with my family already, and I will continue to do that. And I love to travel avidly. I like to cook and to bake, and I'm an advocate for my health care, my mom's, and now uh, my partner in life and love. So I just want everyone to know that um, taking care of yourself is an inside job. You are responsible for yourself, for your whole body, mind, body, soul, your whole being, and, uh, and for your happiness. And so I'm, I'm in charge of our wellness. And so that's, that's what I'm doing now. I'm taking care of our wellness, advocating for all of our being. And part of our being is um, our poetry and what we give to our community. So I just want us to be able to put forward our best foot uh, every day with everything that we put out there and um, for us to be happy and to be expressed not just the love that we give and that we share, but the love that we give and we share with ourselves and with each other and with our community and with the love of, like King Caden said, with the love of the of craft because we love, love poetry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, let me just say this. Let me get a single piece from you and a single piece from King Caden. Sure. You want me to, um, well, you know what? I, I, I've, I've written some pieces lately, but I usually don't recite a piece that I've written, so I'm going to freestyle a piece while I'm on the mic mm-hmm. because this is our first time being featured as Storms Caden. So I'm going to do a piece um, actually titled Storm's Cadence. Storm's Cadence came about out of necessity. We combined have a unique ability. King's Cadence has timing and cadence that has always been impressive to me. And as a spoken word artist, I like to freestyle exclusively. So when you put us together, We've been dubbed a dynamic duo. I think that if we could do it any other way, we wouldn't. I like the way that we flow. It's just the way that we express ourselves. And as individuals, I think it's helped us each to grow. I have been enamored since the first time I read his pen. But in regards to our relationship, when he writes poetry about me, I feel that every time he writes a new piece, I fall in love with him all over again. Being the freestylist that ends the piece that he has written, I think it's a perfect accompaniment. I feel like I am the topping to his cake, the frosting, if you will. I am an addition. That's a necessity. Like, it wouldn't be the same if there were no me. So I feel like it's my privilege to be not just the woman that he's chosen to spend his life with, but it makes me feel like if there were no storm with King's cadence, then Storm's cadence wouldn't be. And then this wonderful works of arts that we produce together wouldn't have the same possibility. Our poetry wouldn't exist. And I guess there'd be a void in the community. So the love that we put together are kind of like these babies 
that we make. So I'm just glad that I could be the mommy and my king can be the daddy. And we can keep producing these lovely works of art for you all. I'm glad that you all enjoy our babies. I'm the storm of King's Cadence, Storm's Cadence, and I hope that you enjoy our ever-growing family in peace. <laughs> oh, we. <wee. laughs> Wow, wow, wow. Gina Star. You know, you amaze me with that deep down, non brain thinking, but that heart thinking that brings to life that poetic genre that you jingle bell all the way down to the end. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I like to tell a story. Every time I like to tell a story. Actually, it, it uh, just as it comes to me, I give it to you. But I like to tell a story. It does, it does, it does. It feels like we're making these little babies when we put these stories together. And it's literally the story of us. It is. It, it, you're going on a journey. Every time we mm-hmm. spit a piece into a collab, it's a little piece of our relationship. You can take a peek in and see how we're doing. Okay. King Kate, yeah. your turn. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sir, with all my being, I'm trying to be diplomatic. Before G acting leads to me catching charges and relapsing. But you see, he's captured my last nerve. <laughs> I can't stand these, you oh so lucky to have ass niggas. Those, she's so impatient and She's so amazing, man. I just can't with these niggas. I mean, I know how good she is and the intensity of her kiss. That's why she mine. And you throwing compliments from the sideline, I swear. I'm at the breaking point this time. So, like Desire say, let me woo See, this isn't that lack of confidence. It's that closet shit that hits me hard as if targeted. Like, your advances are wanted. You don't even see what the problem is. Yeah, I kind of get it. I was gone for a moment, and you felt hopeful playing that good friend to us both, but I don't even know you. Keep playing games, and baby going to be the one to show you, and you're going to find out how words can hurt. And I'm not talking social. So I'm going to hope that that ass on your chest can explain why this can get bad if you provoke me. Hey, see, over there, that's me. Her eyes fueling my movements, inspiring me. And mine, she just passed through it, and I'm all struck. All oh, shucks. She got me loving hard, so please understand for some of the man's feelings, I have no regard for how you feel or what your purpose is and how sorry on the surface is. It's no consequence. It's only nonsense, but what we're having is a failure to communicate. Yeah, she's happily involved, and this whole thing can be easily solved if you take your damn ball and just move the hell on. She doesn't desire your friendship. It doesn't matter. Connection or kinship. See, you're getting me stressed, and this is how easily things can get twisted. She don't get it. So let me break it down for you. Please leave. Keep it pushing. Get to booking. Hit the bricks. Amscray. Get ghosts. Make haste. Nobody's watching. Nobody's checking. Just respect her. And please get to stepping. And we will not have 
of failure to communicate and peace. Wow. First on the call, we got 540. Hey, how's it going? 
Who do Mr. We Automatic Charismatic. All right. All right, Mr. Automatic Charismatic. What up with you? I'm sitting on. You doing what? Much love to Pizzas, man. Much love to okay. uh, Storm's Cadence. Much love to you. You know, I, I, I say we get. I say go ahead and get a bottle of Cristal in in the limo. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. Right. You got any questions for? Oh yeah, you know I got poetry. You know, uh, um, I want to first, before I do my poem, you know, um, I'm going to say shout out to my man, Peace King, rest in paradise, my love. Indeed, indeed, indeed. All right. Um, this poem is called, uh, Revolution. I black Mike is yours. Mike is yours. Do your thing. I am the black revolution. I say 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 I am the Black Revolution, the nods never stop. Everything about to drop. And when the rhythm goes around, it's just about to pop. The nods never stop. And everything going to drop. So every other nods that you come in, it just goes pop. Never wasted. Never wasted like the intelligence have grown. You see, you're not alone. Cappy Black Reaction. It's like this cold's catching. It's like my days of looking ahead if I get pulled over. I'm a black revolution, I'm, and I'm not asking for to be treated fair. I'm going to take my shit, and I'm going to take it there. You see, we're tired of asking. We're tired of all the lynching going out here. We tired of the news acting like they don't see the lynching with these terrorists like KKK. Be tired of this shit. So when we start getting the clips and getting the guns and when people be on the run, then there'll be none. Because we warned y'all. Gil Scott Hearn said that the revolution would not be televised, but they're not taking shit serious. So I remain curious. Are we on the move? It's a whole lot of blows to include. I told y'all. Stop fucking with with our people, with our neighboring in the street, and bringing the heat. We about to bring something with the bittersweet. We are not asking. No more, no more. We're going hard like never before. You see what we have in store. Keep fucking with us, like that dumbass running his damn mouth. Zimmerman bragging what he did to Trayvon. But, well, go into the hood, George, and run your damn mouth. <laughs>
might not make it out the hood. You see, revolution power is by the hour. And when blood spilled, then y'all would know that shit is real. You motherfuckers want to be calling the police on black people. Now you're going to see another sequel. You want to go ahead and keep putting the phone and mad as hell about what we're doing. But when we whip that ass, then well, who you better call 911 because your ass going to be right on the damn stretcher. I am the black revolution. I say I am the black revolution. I say I am the black revolution. Now it's never stopped. Everything about to drop. So when we get, go ahead, pluck up people, and it's just about to pop. The nods never stop. And everything about to drop. So when we go ahead, fuck up people, it's about to go pop. But let me tell you this. I'm Malcolm X, and I am the Black Revolution. See, I am MLK, the Black Revolution. See, I am Mega Evers, the Black Revolution. You see, I am Bobby Steele, the Black Revolution. You see, I am. I am powerful. I am many. I am more like if I was Angela Davis. For all you have murdered, Trayvon Martin, Sandra Bland, Tamara Rice. You keep putting your fucking filthy hands on us so it will be more to discuss. Oh, it's a storm outside. Now you see like another Black Panther movement. But you ain't understand. You ain't get the message. So what the fuck is the leverage? Nah, this ain't no peace talk, buddy. It's about a natural assault. Now, who's getting hunted down? We told y'all. We gave y'all a fair warning. The black revolution's about to be here, making ourselves very clear. Shit. You want to take a chance? You just make shit in your pants because we don't give a fuck. So that means that you're running out of luck. You see, I am... The Black Revolution. See, I am the Black Revolution. When the knowledge never stops and everything about to drop. So when y'all get fucked up, everything about to pop. The knowledge never stops and everything about to drop. So when y'all get fucked up, everything about to pop. This is Miss Automatic Karis Mac. This is a freestyle fuck y'all white supremacy. But I am the only one that could ever be a lyrical engine. Don't get fucked up. I'm black power. I'm black made in this fucked up USA. Viper and drive. Automatic charismatic. The man. Ooh-wee, there you do. You do your thing, don't you? Yeah, you know, I, you know, hey, look, I, I, I'm like my man, Beast King. I'm a man of many people. I'm a man of many characters. You know what I mean? I hear you. you fuck with me wrong, I, you go see a motherfucker hey, that you don't want to see. We could be happy. We could enjoy the great talk. 
But with like white supremacy, we'll see the other side. I'm like the Incredible Hulk, Lou Ferrigno. Fuck with me if you want. Indeed. <laughs> indeed. 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 Hey, you know what it is. You know what it is. All right, Automatic Charismatic, we appreciate you, my brother, all the time. One hundred. You know that's what it is. You know. I got. I got a question for you for your feature. Go ahead. Okay. What it what has been the biggest challenge for both of y'all as far as uh, collaborating? Um, I say honestly, the biggest challenge is I kind of getting out of my own way because you know Jenna, she she's a monster with the freestyle, and I guess with me is I spent so much time worrying about you know. My my dedication to wordplay is so serious that I lose. Sometimes I could lose the um the emotion of a piece, and that's something that I'm kind of learning now. Like I said, just from watching the people that I watch and really paying attention to poetry a little bit more, you know, to understand that what matters most is getting that message across, and you know, pushing that feeling that you have, showing you know, having somebody else experience it. So I think that's probably like the, was my my side the biggest challenge for me. Jim, I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question? Well, it's been the biggest challenge collaborating. Oh, the challenge. Okay, okay, okay. Um, sometimes the subject matter is a little heavy. Like I remember when we did the dying to fit in piece. Um, I didn't know. Sometimes you don't know how the emotion is going to hit you until it hits you. More than one occasion when we performed those collabs, before I could say in peace, I started to cry. So, yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, I get overwhelmed sometimes emotionally. I get so deep into the piece and the subject matter that it, I get overwhelmed. And I'm just, um, a, you know, a ball of emotion before uh, I can even end the piece. Sometimes I have to end abruptly because I'm overwhelmed emotionally. So. Okay, thank, th- yeah. thank you. Uh, you know, I hope you you check out Viper and the Mom Pulse Movement. You know, I put, I, I, I've actually looked out for uh, this show and put it on the WordPress. Y'all seen it before. So. Oh, yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah. My, my love, y'all, y'all a powerful entity. Thank y'all you like, so y'all much. Like the Barack, y'all like Michelle and and uh, Barack Obama in the poetry community. <laughs> that's that's beautiful. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we love you too. I would love to be the Obama. Love y'all <laughs> yeah, y'all in Washington D.C. Y'all y'all turn uh, White House black. All right, all right. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, Automatic Charismatic. Thank you again, again, and again. Just stand by. All right. All right. All right. Gina Storm and King Cadence, what is your writing process, and do you follow a regular routine? Um. Wow. 
I mean, I guess my rating process is, I mean, it's sad to say, if it is either one or two things. It's either emotion or I'm chasing a cadence that I can't escape. You know, like, you ever, like, hummed a song and you can't get it out of your head? Well, I'm the same way. Like, it'll be, like, some kind of cadence or something or a song that I hear that I just can't get out of my head and I build around it. So it all depends on the emotion. You know, that's primarily with me. That's kind of how it goes. There's not really no, no big depth to it. <laughs> you know, I just, I kind of just do it. Some days, if I'm feeling it and I'm in the zone, I turn out probably six, seven good pieces in a day, and then I might go a week and can't do it. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Gina? Gina? Yeah, um, for me, um, with music, the same thing. I like to listen to usually old school R and B. I like to light candles, burn an incense, smoke a lot of marijuana, um, be particularly high, basically, and then I'm completely in the zone. And once I'm there, I can probably write a book. But <laughs> unless I'm chilled and relaxed and quiet, I need quiet. Unless I'm chilled, relaxed, and quiet, with just just sometimes my head, just my headphones, will do it. But nine times out of ten, um, nine times out of ten, I can do it with just music. I don't need the candles and the incense, but the candles help a lot. I like I need an ambiance mostly. But I write mostly for myself. And I've been posting probably more than I had been lately, but I do mm-hmm. do like to share because I know that a lot of times my, my friends and my family, my fans, they want to read something new from me. So I try to not just post memory poetry. I do, to do however, write a six-word and share a six-word story every day. So at least I'm writing a six-word story every day and sharing. Mm-hmm. But I do have to... Get that pen going. You know, I just, I don't want to go any days, you know, just where I'm not writing at all. Okay. Okay. I think it's important, right. though. I think it's important to write something. I don't care how how, how long it is or how short it is. Mm-hmm. got to get something out mm-hmm. of your day. Indeed. 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 Okay. What we're going to do is we're going to play one of y'all tracks. And please. we're going to see how that rolls out. All right, DJ Kane, play that track, please. I decided I needed an escape. 
stage and an open mic were calling, so my true love offered a safe haven. I can see friends and a beloved relation. I boarded a late night flight to my destination. I enjoyed good music, amazing food, and some of the finest greenery in the land. I experienced edibles, dabs, and drops too, and let me tell you, I was stoned as a statue. I climbed higher than that 737 did at its cruising altitude, and this immediately improved my mood. I kissed my love as he held me tight, and I knew instantly that this vacation was to be right. Netflix when I could be 
least doing something constructive. So, yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Right, 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 right. All right, DJ Kane, uh, bring us in another caller, please. All right, we're bringing in 202. Hello. Who was that I'm speaking to? Desire. Oh, Desire, my baby, my lady. We we got King Cadence and Gina Storm in the building tonight. You know, you can talk to them. The mic is yours. Do your thing with them. So, I'm going to give you a choice. What do you want to hear? What do you desire to put out there? Who want the bad stuff? The bad stuff. Yeah, you want the bad desire. The bad desire. So how about desiring me? Bye. I mean, you got another choice. You got to even pick. It's your choice. No, desire sounds good. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I thought you were gonna pick. I'm so high, but maybe next time. Desire me. Do you desire me? Does my name set flame to that thing? When my hips sing, you know how I go left, right, left. Does my voice hit those spots that those other chicks just simply could not? Hmm. Are you up in the daylight with a flashlight looking for, <laughs> you know, that's right, half tight, very tight, you know what I'm saying? You might get a chance if you ask why. Desire me. Thoughts of my lips, sorry, thoughts of your lips, tracing my body, thirst quenching, lips glistening. Nigga, if you just listen. Desire me. Want me. Bow to me. Show me that I am regal. <laughs> Grow, crawl to me Show it all to me Make me believe in you Get up Wear those stinky little earmuffs So get a good taste You can bond me up Drain me Then admire me In my entirety Desire me In peace <laughs> After King Cage and Gina Storm get through with you, I'm gonna freestyle a comeback on you. Sure. With the girl like right. All right, King Cadence and Gina Storm, the mic is with you and the guest. 
Let me let me say off the top, um, Desire, you, I'm I'm so proud of you. like seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, I think what six six and a half months ago, you you wasn't sure that you wanted to do it or for anybody to hear you, and not only did you take to it, but in a matter of six months, you managed to take to it successfully, run a beautiful show, you know. And done it a couple times, you know, and and I'm loving it. You know, the word the word gets better, the way that you spit it, your your persona, everything is on point. And I'm proud to say, you know, that you kind of got your star with us. You know, we're we're blessed to have you with Sky Vision. I'm thankful to have you as as a best friend, and you know, I've known you for a long time. You know, and you killing it, you killing it right now. Oh my goodness! If I wasn't so dark, I'd be red. <laughs> <laughs> I am tickled because I didn't think that I could, and I think that I really um, appreciate the push. Because I, I mean, you know, I like telling stories, but I didn't think I talk to toddlers, so they can't complain. <laughs> so um, this is a whole new world. So um, thank you. I have a question. I didn't uh-huh. get for the both of you. I didn't get to hear what Van Metal's question, your answer to the Van Metal's questions from yesterday. I missed it. Um, could you please, if you can remember the the wording of the question and in your answer? Um, I think he asked, he asked um how did um how did love affect my pen. Yes. What emotion okay. um saw your pen or well, something like that, right? Yeah, so yeah, basically said how does how does love affect, you know, has it or how does love affect my pen or does it affect it? And um yeah. my answer to him was my my answer to him was is that it affected in a manner that um it enhanced it. It made it better because I'm always trying to when you're inspired and you know how it is. It's like when you get your paycheck and you work the good work week and then you get extra overtime, which you're supposed to get, you know, it's like you're inspired to work harder. It's the same thing with that. You know, it's like when you when you love and you, you have, tr- you know, true love and true inspiration and you exercise it and people respect it and the people that, you know, or the person that you love accepts it is like you – you want to push harder, you know, you want to do everything that you can to be better. In essence, it makes you better. So it enhanced my pen. Okay. What about you, Jane? I think that how love um, helped and changed me was, and this is what I told Van last night too, when you have someone who loves you, the same way you can give as good as you're getting because you don't feel like you need to hold back. When you're loving someone who's giving you what they got left over or it's scraping the bottom of the barrel, then you feel like you just digging up the crumbs that you have too. But when they're giving you their best, you give your best too. And I feel like when I'm 
doing, for example, my sixth floor story, Randy does my graphics. So if I'm getting a King Cadence graphic, it's going to say Sky Business Network. It's going to say Gina Storm's sixth floor story. And when I put my six words with it, I'm going to feel like it represents me entirely. But when I had previous graphics, the graphics simply said six word story, and that was it. And so my graphics were upgraded, and so were my lyrics. So my six word stories themselves were upgraded, but my graphics were because my relationship was. I'm actually with somebody who loves me the way that I love. So my relationship got better, my love got better, my pen got better, and my life got better. So sometimes you can speak into existence and then you can write into existence the love that you deserve. And I feel like that's what happened here with us. And I'm, I couldn't be happier. So this is the best, this is the best time that I've had in being in the storm, the best writing that I've done with my pen, with, I've never had a collaboration partner before. I've been in relationship with other poets, but never to this degree. Never where their poetry was about me and my poetry was about them, and it meshed together like this. This is brand new for me, and I appreciate it. Hey, there hmm. you go. There you go, Desire. You got the question <laughs> to your answer. And you know what? <laughs> and then it's Mr. Boston's time to expand deep inside your mind and crawl down to your feet, down to your toes, and peel your toenails back where your whole feet will be bent backwards. And when you say, oh, 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 my Lord, God, help me. So this is for you. <clears throat> he looks in his eyes as if she was looking at his soul within. She gave him a heated, slumberous look, remembering that one fantasy. His finesse, how she paid attention, how his mind works her mind like an elevator. He said, what's about to go down started months and weeks ago. The hint I gave you on top, 69, sideways, spooning, and everything you have yet to experience. Somehow something changed. Something unspoken past. She was like a streamer, for no man has unzipped her the way I methodically unzipped her naked in such a slow manner. But I did after I promised self that I was never, that she never was going to allow a man to get this close to her. Well desired, baby girl. For a moment, you was a hard sell, but I enjoyed the chase of your modesty, and I'm going to handle it like a king treats a queen, slow and easy, starting with your toes and your feet, up your thighs and tees. Oh, you're going to let me handle it. She takes in a deep breath trying to figure out how, how she's going to play this. She said, 69? You never tried. I trust you enough to be the one and only just a little nervous. No man has touched me in that way, the way you have. You got inside my brain, and for some reason, you undripped my heart. 
I'm going to handle you like a pro, slow and easy, and I'm going to teach you how to explore you, your whole womanhood. But don't be afraid. When you realize Mr. Boston is in tight with no grease, no oil, no slip, no slide, you will begin to understand how and why. How I can infuse, regulate the touch of your bad girl in innocence it's an integrated, slow process. Let me give you an age old man secret. The only way to behave to a woman is to make love to her mind day in and day out without even touching her, without telling her what she wants to hear, teach her how to understand and express her needs. See, desire, there's a huge difference in sex and making love. We have sex with someone who can satisfy us physically, but we make love to someone who can satisfy us soulfully and internally. And once you realize the fine line between making love and having sex, you will understand the meaning of Mr. Boston in life. Life isn't only about survival. It's about living. So is making love. We have sex to satisfy our lust and hunger, which is nothing but survival. But we make love to feed our soul and our mind to fill a void that is there since a long time, that longs for a partner and that the needs someone whom we want to spend the next morning with. You see, when you have sex just for physical pleasure, you're ashamed and guilty at one point of life or another. But when you make love to someone who means everything to you, you're always proud of it. Never in life, not even a single time, you regret that time and that moment spent with that person like Mr. B. You will always rejoice and remember with equal passion and joy that Mr. B did you well. Do you know what I see about you within your eyes, such a beautiful, surpassing tenderness, calm, a calm like a dignity of matter? I love the open ocean, those brown almond eyes. I love the curve of it against the white. When I look into them, that curve, that sight of what has caused you to come mentally a thousand times, and the journey is about to begin for you, deep inside you. I have never seen curves such as yours except the earth from outer space. He looks in his eyes as if, she was looking at his soul within, she said. I don't know where you got your kindness without self-regard, almost without self. And yet you chose Darby inside you instead of all the others outside of me. I want you to make love to me, she whispered, when she came to my bed and begged me with sighs not to tempt her towards passion or actions unwise, I told her. Sire, I spare her and kiss her closed eyes, then unbraid her body of its closing disguise. She never knew a single second could be expanded into something timeless and so acriatic. She took her to her core. There were no words for it. She drank through her thighs her feminine wine, traced every line, every curve, and savored the feel of her, of her skin beneath her lips and fingertips. 
We took our time and enjoyed a tenderness we experienced before. For the first time in her life, she understood what made love an experience. Our souls intertwined and dripping with dew, and our love for each other was seen. Our love for the world was new. Her naked body pressed to mine. I sweat golden and glistening in the moonlight. The secret is a happy talent knows how and when to play. Our lips were for each other and our eyes were full of dreams. We knew nothing of travel and we knew nothing of loss. Ours was a world of eternal spring. Of the summer came. And desire, that was just for you. In peace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> thank you. You, you You're so me. welcome. I was you know, going to get a new, a new tattoo and on my leg, and I was trying to find a good word to describe me. And so first suggested paradox, meaning to me is that people see me one way when I'm actually something totally different. Like, for some reason, people assume, I mean, I am a Christian, correct? But the way I carry myself is very, I guess, want to say ladylike. And so I want to put divine paradox. Because for some reason, you think that I am a good girl and that you can just make love to me. But I, I love my tongue. I would love to trace your body. If you have any tattoos, even better. Mm. I will tell you that I do bite. So <laughs> I'm, I'm in a beautiful rose. With some nasty thorns. So, oh, oh. it's not as, not what you think it is, player. Not at all. I like, me personally, I like your fresh yeah. linen thoughts. That's what I like. What I kept thinking, I said, if I, I would just lick him all over. Oh, my God. Y'all Hey, you, hey, King Cage, you see how she's trying to smooth me on the slide? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nasty. Pretty nasty. Right? <laughs> I'm telling. You telling. I'm telling now. We are a We are a true mess. Um... I was telling the last show that um, Gina came. Now, I'm very particular about my home. I'm very protective of my family. And to have someone here that normally where anybody else where they welcome welcome out within, I guess, three days. You know how you play nice for a little while and like, okay, that's enough. You got to go home. But, no, I didn't I feel that way with Gina here. She's a very, she fit right on in. Like she, like she belongs here, you know. It, it, it's it's right. weird, but not weird. You know how somehow you have house guests, so you have to put on your best your best foot forward. You know, put pull out your good linen and and pretend, and, and you become uncomfortable after a while. And after a while, you get tired of pretending. 
I don't I, no, not once. Now while she here, I, I, when I woke up when she came, I was sleeping. I woke up and there she was in the bed with Randy. I was like, I ain't never seen no shit like this. Hey, <laughs> hey, don't be telling, don't be telling everybody that. I had to take a picture. I didn't know that. I took a picture because I couldn't believe it. Nobody has ever gotten in the bed. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. And that to me is like I just sat there, I stood there and looked at it for a minute because I was I was like wow she she's real she's really true to her word you know because uh, you know uh, me and me and Randy both plus size so we both ain't gonna get in that bed but <laughs> I was stuck but I'm glad she came I'm so happy that y'all been featured and it's it's been beautiful. You know, thank you. Appreciate, appreciate, appreciate. You're welcome. Thank you, Desire. You're amazing. I mean, even though you're nasty, you're amazing. No, you remember that's between us. Shush, don't tell nobody. (laughs) 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 We. Just the whole world knows this all. It's just, I'm going to tell nobody else. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, we're gonna set you back down on the couch, and we're gonna get another question in to the guest, and we're gonna play some tracks and bring in some more guests. All right, appreciate you, sweetie. You're very welcome. All right, all right. King Cage and Gina Storm. What is the most important element? of good writing according to you, and what tools are must-have for you two as a collaborative couple? Um, I would have to say um, honesty. you got to be honest in what it is that you're trying to, you know, like, there are times where you do things, you write, you know, when you're a real good writer, you can write about stuff that's not close to you and that you're not passionate about. And it's just, as they call, it's like the difference where, you know, like if you go to a church and you see a brother who's technically amazing, but he lacks spirit, he lacks God, versus when you see a brother that might not be amazing, but he's filled with the Holy Ghost and you can fill him, That that's how mm-hmm. I feel about poetry. You know, I'm kind of on that tightrope where, Technically, I feel like I'm a monster, but, you know, being honest to the craft means that you stay on the, you stay on the vulnerability side, you stay on the side where you expose yourself because that makes for the best work. You know, um, I just, um, I think Wednesday was the first and the last time that I got to, well, the first time I ever got to hear um, Beast King. And one thing that I noticed is, is as he as he spit, you know, he had the, you know, it's like this, this power is almost like, kind of like he consumed the room, mm-hmm. and it's very few people that I've heard. I've heard a lot of good poets, but I don't hear people that often that I feel like can consume a room and make it their own. And I mean, I hate to keep using the spectrum, but at that one end of the spectrum, I see is him. Well, he does it, and then I get excited by people like Desire who does it. Like, I've seen her come on the shows and 
consume everything that's around her because everybody's wrapped up in her voice, her her emotion, and everything. And those are the things that you know you you strive for in in doing this. You know, and that's where the honesty comes into play. If you can't be real with yourself in your writing, and you can't you know be be dedicated to it for real, then you just somebody who's technically good and you kind of defeating the purpose of doing it. I agree. I agree with you 100%. You know, it's like you and you and Gina, it's the same thing with me and Lois. You know, if you just I I I I have to say that once again because I write with Lois and a few other people and a lot of people can't write with me and I don't know why they tell me Mr. Boston, you just get you get too deep, and I'm just tell you, and, and I just like I said, you have to write from your heart, not your head, and you got to be honest in your dealings, in your flow, in your ink. You know, you just gotta let it go from wherever it's at in your heart. I write from a particular place, and I try to write from my spiritual place, and in my seventh and eighth chakra, that's where I write from most of the time. You know, people just, I can't write with you, and I, 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 I can relate to that because they're not where I'm at. So, yeah, that, uh-huh. that point right there, you got to be honest. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, I have to because it's, it's, it's very, um, I don't know, it's, it's, real, it's real serious to me to see people, you know, as I listen to people and, and you take in what makes them, you know, amazing, and you say, you know what, I can I can respect vulnerability is like not getting lost in, in the status because I recently wrote with Anthony Arnold, which I consider to be a monster. Joe, the verbal mind dancer, also monster. Work with Janice Storm, she's a monster. You know, all the people that I've dealt with. But one thing that Desire said to me once is she says, you're beautiful in Storm's cadence, but never forget that when a day comes where they say, King's cadence, I want you to spit. Do you still have a king's cadence in you, you know, and that's mm-hmm. the thing is that you be honest, but in being honest, not losing yourself. Like when early when you asked Gina Storm to spit, it wasn't like, oh, I can't do it because I don't have my king. It was like, bam, here you go. You know, you want, you know, I'm gonna give it to you freestyle, and that's what I do. So Gina right. Storm is cemented in the in who she is, you know. That's so it's right. like, you know, and 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 said every piece specifically for that reason. I'm Gina Storm. He's King's Cadence together with Storm's Cadence, you know. We're right. two entities together. We're a movement. I think that's how you say it. Yeah. We're each a force on our own. We're moving together. Yeah. So, you know, and that's that's how it is. So I'm, you know, it all goes back to, like I said, that honesty is, like, the most important thing for me. I'm going to give you a gin Storm now because I'm not talking about <laughs> okay. Your turn, Gina. Your turn. Right, right. And and I do agree with it being uh, about honesty. You can only be who you are, and you have to be authentic to your own pen. And I agree also with what he said about the Beast King. Beast King called him a monster, and he that's who he saw Beast King as, and he sees a lot of other poets that way. Sometimes it's hard to see yourself in a good light. Sometimes it's hard to be self-reflective. Sometimes we're very self-critical. Sometimes we look at ourselves and we don't see the greatness in ourselves. You know, I have to always remember um, to tell me 
that I did a good job. I have to remember to tell me that that was a good piece. You know, when we do a collab, I am always praising him for um, for the piece that he wrote, not thinking about the my contribution because it was a freestyle and I didn't write it doesn't mean that it wasn't uh, a good piece. It was a different piece from his, but to combine, we're us. So I have to stay focused on the task that we were, we're separate, we're different, but together we work. You know, and like he said, neither of us need to lose sight of ourselves, and I don't think mm. we will, you know, because we are separate and different. We will remain true to ourselves. Mm. And mm. Um, I just know, I just know this. I just love the fact that I have been writing love poetry for years, but never mm. having the actual love that I was writing about, I was writing about the love that I desired more so than mm. the love that I was receiving, the love that mm. I wanted more than the love that I had, the love that I had mm. lost and loved, longed for more than the love that I was getting, the love that I have to give more than the love that I was living in and, and present with. So... This is a breath of fresh air for me. So having this, this is a new experience in and of itself because um, there's a balance that I never had before, but mm -hmm. the one thing that never changed and that's been consistent is my love for love. I never gave up, and I was always hopeful and optimistic regardless, even if my heart was shattered into a million pieces. I just picked those pieces back up together and, and kept on loving love, even if love didn't love me back. So mm -hmm. it, it was my love affair with love that kept me going and fueled my love affair with I – would, I would just love my pain and love myself when I didn't have romantic love. I would love my pain and love myself, you know, when, during a heartbreak or a breakup. Because um, I never gave up on the fairy tale. And it's not going to always be, you know, serendipity and we're going to be, you know, skipping through a, a meadow of flowers, you know, singing Kumbaya. And I know there's going to be hard times and struggles and sometimes it's going to be an uphill battle, but we'll do it together. And that's enough for me. And something that um, Beast King said to me was that I was authentic. And when you're authentic and you're vulnerable, you open your heart and you let people in. That's how you're able to get up, dust yourself off in love again. And that's also how you keep writing about love, even through heartache. You know, I didn't become bitter and start man-hating and man-bashing with my pen uh, or in my life. My heart didn't get cold or black. So mm -hmm. I have been able to, through it all, still be myself. And I appreciate that. So mm -hmm. heartache didn't win. Love prevails, and it survives, and black love matters, and it will continue. So, I just, right. I'm, I'm grateful, like I said, for this opportunity because, like, I, there's so many people that are looking for what we found, and I'm glad to be a beacon of light and hope for them. Okay, okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get on this mic and you want to speak to the host or you want to speak to the guest or you want to speak to the DJ, the number is one six zero five five six two zero four four four. The show ID is one three six zero five four. Then press one to get in. 
raise your hand to raise your hand. You press star two, and so we can see you on the board. In the meantime, we are going to a music break. DJ Kane, handle your business. situation mm-hmm. I always thought that dancing with under only only second to kissing I always thought that dancing is like the most sensual and affectionate means of expression you know so you know I I love it you know so I just I started writing about it thinking about the songs that you know we grew to and then it became it became a piece
Oh, my goodness. Um, I'll kick this one off. I usually, and, and, and people who know me know this, I can write about anything at any given time, but there are lots of things that I write about on a regular basis. Of course, love mm-hmm. is on the top of that list. And um, I'm probably more of a spiritual than a religious person, but I like to write often about blessings and um, positive energy and vibes and yeah. the power of prayer family, and uh, food, Mm. either something that I've cooked or eaten or someplace that I've gone to eat or something that I've prepared or the way that something has tasted. I have described in depth even a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that made somebody Mm -hmm. think that it's amazing. So, yeah, food food is huge for me. Music, uh, places that I've visited, I like to travel, Mm. and... um, the way that things make me feel in general. You know, like I remember writing a piece before about uh, a singer that had passed, then how a particular song affected me. So, yeah, just life in general is, is always, um, life gives you inspiration daily. But things that, I, that, affect, me, that affect me daily, like, uh, for example, me having lupus, um, I write about lupus awareness. I write about um, chronic pain because I have fibromyalgia and rheumatoid arthritis. Um, I write about me, um, the journey that I've been on with my health as far as having been wheelchair-bound, having been learning to speak again. Uh, Today, Randy and I were discussing with um, one of his friends how I learned to to speak again, and there are still some words in English that I struggle to articulate, and I avoid them because um, I have a problem saying them without without them coming out wrong, you know, and I have to slow down when I say certain words. So um, that was the struggle. Like, I, I had physical occupational and speech therapy for a number of years before I was able to actually I felt like uh, like an adult infant, and I had to, you know, learn all these things over again that I had already learned, you know, but the, the walking, talking, chewing solid foods and drinking clear liquids without a thickening agent were uh, pivotal in me being able to uh, raise my daughter um, and not lose custody of her when she was 11 to my ex-husband when he was fighting me for custody. Not so much because he thought he was the inferior parent, but because he simply just didn't want to pay child support. So he was a gym. Yeah, he was a gym, and that was a struggle. And um, some of those battles that I've gone through, those trials and those tribulations uh, were the topic of lots of amazing poetry. <laughs> so <laughs> mm. I want to thank him yeah. for that struggle, that divorce, and <laughs> and those uh, and those adversities. <laughs> because had I not gone through it, I would not have had all those wonderful things to write about. Yeah, sometimes poetry brings us through the storm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes indeed. That's that's how Gina yes. Storm came about. Yes, yeah, you know, because I've, I've been through a lot in my life, you know, uh, as far as being leaving home at 13 and, you know, serving the country for 10 years and being incarcerated and being in the streets and stuff like that, you know. And, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and I didn't learn that I had this gift 
until after I was in prison. Believe okay. me, I didn't learn her. And you know, my mentor is Malcolm X, and I read his book from page to page. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. this is the one reason why I'm just straightforward. I don't bite my tongue. I don't have no filters, and I live life on my own terms, you know. And I, I like I said, you know, if you've gone through the experiences that I've been through, then you'll understand why I am who I am today. Mm-hmm. Even at 60, I'm still that rough rider. It's just that I, I, I direct it in a different way on a different platform. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Now, what I want to do is I want to hear something from both of you. Um, is there something from both of us? Both of them. Okay. All right. Um, two, 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 two. All right, we got This one is uh, Diana Fitter. Not knowing me, you knowingly destroyed me with chance of homely. You criticized my size and didn't realize how you fried my pride inside. But why? Because I couldn't afford the high prices. I'm frightened that they don't like me, so we fighting them. I can't even eat lunch silently without them eyeing me like I don't know that I don't fit in without you reminding me. Every time I walk, you make noises. There is no chill. I bring money like, please accept me. Please respect me. It is so real, but I know I'm dreaming. I know no matter what, I stay at odds even though we should be even. My soul-seeking plague by demons, they say, stop breathing and just leave it. They keep chanting how I'm so broken. My mother is something unspeakable. Guidance counselor's not doing much more. I'm feeling unreachable. In this utility closet, too afraid of another day, I tied this noose tightly. I'm so tired of this fighting. I'm tired of nobody really liking me. I'm tired of frustration from wanting acceptance, creating this anxiety, but you don't get it. I mean, there is this one girl who creates a glimmer, but I'm not the type she will remember. Maybe I said something. Hell, who am I kidding? I'm crazy. I wonder if heaven is really better with all the energy and pain I step on this box, whispering for God to make it quick for me. I've had my food knocked over, been kicked, been spit on. Had teachers tell me to get on, and no one cares to listen to friendly cries as I tighten this new finally a fix-all. Kicking this box, I swing while choking, last-minute fighting to reverse this broken last thought of reality that even after I die, shit, they probably won't even notice. I'm forcing a grin, though, because in essence, I was just dying to fit in. Oh, I got another day. Cool kids always want me to come over and play. I got my lunch in the cafeteria today, and I can't even pick up my tray. What has it been? Two? Three days? I had a saltine cracker. What was that? Monday? Tuesday? I try not to eat. Hardly ever sleep. I've been losing my hair by the handful. 
am just weak. Got up this morning in communications class and could barely speak. I think I want to take this sandwich and go to the library to eat. Everybody thinks I'm going to be homecoming queen. Must be great. Valedictorian and so pretty. Only thing is, I don't have any friends who actually like me. They like the things that I do and what they can get out of me. And they want to be around me because they think that some of whatever it is that I have can rub up on them too. Pretty people hurt so much inside. Sometimes I want to ball up and hide. Yeah, today. The library it is. I was looking around before I left the cafeteria. Where's that fat kid? He always looks so sad and so lonely. I don't see him today. I wanted to speak. You know what? I'm going to take a shortcut. Cut through this other way. I know that's a utility closet. Sometimes I used to hide in when I was an underclassman. I turned the doorknob. It unlocked the can. Oh my God! It's that sad kid. Got to get him down. What was he thinking? Dear God, don't let him go. My cell phone out. Nine one one. What's your emergency? There's a kid. He was trying to kill himself. I think he's still. Yes, he is breathing. I know CPR. I started administrating it immediately. A couple of faculty members are standing there with me. I started silently praying. Oh my God, he's got to pull through. I don't know what he was thinking, but I understand how that feels. I visit him every day after school in the hospital. They said you had to be family, so I told him I was his cousin. With BFS now, told me that he was dying to fit in. What he felt to realize was, even though I should be monster popular, been dying to fit in too. What he felt to realize is, 4.0 grade point average and a pretty face doesn't change the fact that I feel alone in a crowded room. Been dying to fit in too. He's King's Cadence, and I'm seeing the storm. Together, we're Storm's Cadence. Time to fit in. The name of our peace. And that's the end. Peace up! Peace up! Damn, son, where'd you find this? You two incredible... People, two incredible people in human spiritual form. Wow, you guys amaze me. Just the scent of your words, just the verbalization of the scent in your words, make a platform smell like a cherry garden getting ready to be picked. You too. <laughs> well, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all pay me no mind now because I'm thinking from my heart, not 
of my head. <laughs> hey, can't go wrong like that. Yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring in another caller. Who we got on? The, who we got in the queue there, DJ Kane? Yeah, we got 954 in the building. 954, you are now on the DSR mic. Who am I speaking to? This is Lady of Love from the Poetry. Oh, my Master. goodness. And my oh, collaborative oh, partner. Ha, ha, ha. My collaborative partner is in the building, huh? I've been in here all night. Oh, no. oh well, I can't see the I can't see the board, so I heard know. that. I heard your your thing is blacked out. You couldn't see and stuff, uh-huh. and so I just sat back and listened to the show because definitely it it was worthy. It's show worthy. It's concert worthy. It's stage worthy. It's mic worthy. It's all that. You know. Uh huh. Yeah. You know what. We got King, Cadence, and Gina Storm in the building, and you know, I, 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 you can, you got questions for them. If not, you know, I, I would love to do Miss You Baby Part Three. <laughs> oh, are we ready for Part Three? Oh, we can give them a little bit of it. Okay, hold up a minute. I'm going. I'm going to talk to my Gina and and King Cadence. Definitely, I'm going to uh, congratulate you first of all on your uh, engagement. Um, I am so happy. You know, I, I've been over here grinning about it since I I saw the ring. I am so happy for you, and it's such a deserving thing for two people who found love. You know. And you found it in all the right places. That's what's so suavecito about it. And I enjoyed what I heard tonight in poetry. Um, you're just excellent poet, Smith, you know. And the the way that you, you write and the way that um, you speak, um, your freestyle. It's definitely not a head thing. It's it's from the heart. Gina tells that thing like it ought to be told, and I I just adore you. I adore you both. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I don't have to question you. I know who you are. I know what you do. <laughs> I see it. I see I see it in your work. I, I don't need to. I, I know you're genuine. You know. Absolutely. What did the old what, so what did the old folks say? You genuine? Yeah, you genuine. Oh yeah. yeah. Genuine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. So Mr. Boston, back to you. What? You wanna hit this, what? right? Yeah, this is something that we are working on and if you pay attention to it, you will see that we cross, we're using our energy to cross planes and elevate up into higher planes, and then we come back down to the humanity of it, and we look deep inside the fertilization of metaphoric verbalization, and we come to the nurturing of knowing acceptance. All right? So here we go. Like atomic oxygen and high energy, 
Miss you. So strong, powerful, igniting to two organisms. This is just the moment of aperture as we convert soul able. This powerful engagement living in the depths of our soul, of your soul, lives in mine. Energy arrangements set forth upon the arrival of our third level entry, seeping into my life flow, carrying multiple sensations with each particle of released flow into the womb of my feelings and understanding. Pronounced <clears throat> neutrons danced in evidence of her reception, multiplying vibing energy meeting as one single atom. My paradise, darling, I miss you. More than scribing upon designed parchment could righteously convey in representation. Transformational teach shows you how to clear energy block sensations. Each time a release of adrenaline particles release recurrent mental pregnancy through body points, shiver cold. But now I have something to hold. The sun fills my eyes instead of cries, water flows. The air we breathe is life. And the sea we see is the wound. Feeling his breath upon her fertile soil, Regenerated desire's chosen path while adrenaline wrote her essence in their psychological makeup, opening pathways to her prepared sea womb, inviting his fertilization skill come alive as the sun chose midway to show power and strength. This is the metaphoric verbalization chosen that honors his intentional mental procreation that rests in the cradle of her nurturing thought with each full impartation of his expressions. He released all, all one by one, knowing acceptance be sure. She hugged each in the warm garments of her soul, letting them rest. To further the journey. He held her breath. For to her, there is nothing more awe-inspiring than when a man discovers to you the nakedness of his soul. When comes the pleasure of the open sea, your dreams for the adventure of being alive? He announced his majesty. The hallmark of any deep truth that is negation is also a deep truth. Living is the art of making our own choices before other choices make us. Have we ever thought that being lost in our destination? S-T-O-P equals start to open possibilities. Positive actions that matter, the soul is placed in her body like a rough diamond and must be polished or the luster of it will never appear. Incomplete. And that's the beginning of that piece. You know, you know what is very profound here in that that phrase, three sentences in, on your last verse, she announced majesty. Yeah. 
You see, mm-hmm. if she if if she doesn't if she doesn't see that, if she then his his majesty or his majestic that he thinks is there, is not real. <clears throat> it's not there. Absolutely. She Absolutely. Co- she has to co-sign. She must co-sign on what it is that she sees. You see. Absolutely, exact to the point. All right, Lady of Love, appreciate you. Appreciate you for coming through. That was amazing. Appreciate your pen. Say that again, King. I said that was amazing, man. Yeah. The way every time you, you spit together and tell you it's like it's a class, it's a clinic to me. Because <laughs> it's like at no time do I feel like you're wrapped up in the wordplay and all of that. It's just like it's true. It's emotion, it's, it's intellect, it's, you know, commandment of, ver- was it verbiage? I think it's the word verbiage. I, I might have it wrong. Yeah, but just like it's all together, it's like the perfect package. Sometimes there's a little nasty in there with it, too, so there's nothing wrong with that, you know. But, you know, let me just tell, I, I, I tell everybody, because a lot of people ask me, Jeffrey, why you write so much erotic poetry? But in your poetry, you drop so many gems and jewels in the process. And I said this to answer the question. You cannot write poetry and try to explain something in, in eroticism without the spirituality being in it. Because without spirituality, you can't have sex. And when you have sex and spirituality together, that's the highest plane you can reach before you reach God. Woo! Come on. Come on. Preach. See, there it is. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't connect. The other one, they're having the sex. They're having the sex without spirituality. You just had sex. That's all. I always, I always, I always, a lot of people call me and ask me about sex and spirituality, and I said, if you divide the two, well, then you're only fucking. If you divide the two, you've divided the the soul of the person you with, and the person has decided the, the divided the soul of you, and you're not you you two. In the process of calling yourself making love and having sex, you have not reached nothing. You have only stayed at that plane of the orgasm. You never elevated beyond that orgasm, you see? Mm-hmm. Fact. Exactly. Exactly. You can have you can have sex. I had a gentleman lie in bed with me, holding my hand, and we were watching a movie. And I felt like we were having sex. That's what it felt like to me. My clothes were on, his were on, too. The only thing off was our Because shoes. the fact of the matter is that he had entered your front cranium and gravitated mm-hmm. down into your pineal gland and mm-hmm. created an aura of energy that produced... Yes. The orgasm, which he cannot produce. Only you can produce the orgasm. A man can't make you orgasm. No, sir. The orgasm is created in your mind. Mm-hmm. It's all, it, you, I mean, that, just if you look at the process, you, 
I don't think, I don't know. I can't do it with my eyes open. I must close my eyes, go into another realm, you know. It has to be that way, you know what I'm saying? So it's like he's not responsible for it. I am. And if I don't close off and go into the realm where I need to go, and if he's not there helping me get there, you know, he's just there helping me get there. He's providing physical touch that's all the spiritual touch we've already we've already manufactured that we've already connected there and now i'm going i'm going where i'm i I need to go in order to have this this orgasm this climax yeah no no it don't make me come (laughs) no wrong focus that don't go like that you do it yourself that's why you can do it yourself. Now think about that. All right. Don't need All right. Okay, we're gonna set you back down here for a minute. And DJ Kane, who else we got in the building? Yeah, we got eight three two. Okay, eight three two. You are now in the DSR building. Eight three two. Eight three two asleep. Okay. Who else yeah, we, we got? Took too long. <laughs> <laughs> Who else we got? That look like that's it for now. Okay. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna have King Cadence and Gina Storm close us out with a dynamic duo piece. Okay, Gina Storm. All right, so here we go. Um, <laughs> I was looking to see, you know, making sure Gina Storm ain't roll out on. Okay, all right, here we go. Coretta. My slumber was restless. I tossed, I turned. I saw visions of crosses burning. I fear it's becoming clear that though I preach peace, no one will ever learn. Lord, comfort the sinking feeling that this kiss could be my last, my heart racing, holding my children tighter than I ever have. I know they love their father, Coretta, but this dream is counter my own. So much hatred, my ability to breathe is hindered. I can't remember where all this went so wrong. I never figured that even as I fight these battles, people will act as though it needs to be clearer. Why can't they just listen? I'm trusting perhaps my thinking was wrong or something. Or maybe Malcolm X was really on to something. Coretta, my fear stronger. Things may not work out so much longer. So please don't ask me why. Just know that whatever happened, I follow my calling. But why am I still crying? Because I gave you God's blueprint. And how did you lose it? I pushed for you to use it. We mapped out a movement. And y'all wouldn't even do shit. Sorry, Coretta, but my heart weighing with so much work to do. How could they keep playing those sit-ins with the basis for difference? Do you know how many water hoses and dog bites, mass arrests, no crying, but praying all night and God assuring me that everything is indeed all right? Just hold me, Coretta. These dreams revealing such a bad turn for the children. So disrespectful, so unwilling, future so unfulfilling exactly. What is it that we're building? 
These endless streets barring my likeness, frightening that level of violence, squandered opportunities. My faith is enormously wavering. Red signs proclaiming, let's make America great again. My God, Coretta, this nightmare with drug fiends screaming, false awake people are still dreaming that need for social status is clearly a real demon. Can I still apply the reason? Is it too late for that? It hurts so much, but where did the pride go? And why did these mothers cry so? And what is it these fathers die for, Coretta? I could leave here willing to risk my life for my beliefs. If you have nothing else, at least have pride. Have peace. Have a plan. Have vision, even when you have grief. And if this is indeed the last time that you ever see me, please know. But I always loved you, Coretta. My dear man, your letter arrived today, and I must say, I loved you from the first time I saw you. Across that courtyard, I said to myself, that man will be my husband someday. My heart left with love, and my eyes filled with tears, and I knew that you would father my children, too. I just didn't know then the sacrifice that you would make for our nation. But I wouldn't change a thing. And I'd do it all over again, Reverend Dr. King. I just wish that the dream that you had had revealed to me that I'd lose my husband so early. I would have loved you every day like it would be my last. I would have given you a kiss every morning when we wake and every night before we slept because I would have known that our time together would have been so short and there'd be some time that you would not make it back home. I thought that we had forever and that our love was going to be a fairy tale, but you had other plans. So, oh, well, I had to learn to be the widow of a martyr because it was your idea. You had to be a doer, a civil rights leader. Somebody has to be a starter. We can't all sit on the sidelines and wait for the others. Somebody has to be a doer, a mover, a shaker, a thinker, a changer. So I thank God every day that he set your heart the way that he did, made it possible for you to be so brave couldn't be selfish, keep it to myself, me and the children, and no one else. See, you are visionary, optimistic, not prideful, but generous and thoughtful. And the way that you loved, you loved everyone in a way that was so powerful. Your legacy still lives on today. So even as I write this letter, and I'm dressed in all black, and your children are ready for me to get them all together. We're going to sit in the pew in church that my father preached before you. There's going to be a eulogy. We're going to lay you to rest. I'm not sad because you're gone. No, I'm thankful that you lived. Your legacy will go on. And I just hate the fact that I have to write this letter after you're gone. You knew that something was going to change. 
you knew that your dream might have to be deferred. I'm just grateful. But I got your letter in time. And then I know that every fiber of your being and every beat of your heart that you love me the way that you did. Yours truly, love forever. Coretta, in peace. That was love. Damn, son, you just hit with a wow effect. That was direct love. Can't be denied. You too. Y'all amuse me. Y'all amuse me. Y'all amuse me and amuse me and continuously amuse me. Oh, I appreciate it, gentlemen. Yes. Well, Gina Storm, I appreciate you. King Cadence, I appreciate you more. You know, y'all keep on doing what you're doing. Keep growing. I see the growth in you from the first time I heard you. For this time, I see all the growth in both of you. Excuse me. I see the growth in both of you. Keep growing. And if there's anything that I can do to help you to grow, please don't be scared with your phone call. You know? I King appreciate Cadence, never, it. You ain't never been... You ain't never been scared, because when you when you want to talk, you pick up the phone and call me. So that's a good thing, you know. Dina Storm, that same extended welcome is to you also. You know, if I could do anything to help you to grow in this craft, be wise enough to pick up the phone and say, hey, Mr. Boston, what you think about this? Hey, Mr. Boston, what can I do about that? You know what I'm saying? I might not be able to answer all your questions, and I might not be able to give you pointers on everything, but I'm willing to be there for you too. Absolutely. Let me um also say this while I have a chance to tell you. I um I appreciate you um giving us a platform. I think that it's um there's a lot of people, you know, and I don't know what goes into the intermaking so of people deciding, you know, who you know, who's worthy to be featured and such, but you know, we've been we've been at this for a good minute, you know, and um Gina Storm has been at this years before I came along. And, you know, it's like to be able to get it, it's hard sometimes trying with your platform being about love. Like we could definitely get a lot more notice doing, you know, controversial stuff and and, you know, man woman hating and there's a lot of venues to get attention. But we've chosen a platform that's dear to us, and we're sticking with it. Right. And you know, what people need to talk about you know pieces pieces about love. I'm not. If you're not a part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to peddle hate. I'm outraged. Like okay, like what um I'm fully I'm fully arm and arm, but like um automatic charismatic because he's passionate about what he feels. So I'm with you on that. I just I'm from a place I'm a place of love and if we upset, let's be outraged. Let's not be mindless and do like what Baltimore did, you know, destroying all this property and didn't get anything done with all the minds that we have, all these poets, all these people, they're different pieces in, in the community in their own communities collectively that we could get together and do an amazing thing if we all just decided to do it. Right, and I'm just riding for the day that it happens. 
and it shouldn't happen when someone loses their lives. You know, it shouldn't right. take you know right. somebody losing their lives for everybody to be on the same accord. Man, we're gonna stop beefing. It's all gonna be love, and then a week later, we don't fuck with each other no more. Right. Absolutely. You know, that's not what this is about. You know what, King K, I said this today to a person today. I, they, they posted a post, and I said, I'm not scared of what the president do or what white people do. I'm scared of getting into a movement and somebody in the movement sell me out for a dollar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it was funny. I get into an argument with my aide every day. Because you know, he's from Africa, and he always tells me, you know, you know, Africa's the best Africa. I said, you do understand that. The only reason we got over here is because some people helped get us. You know, <laughs> you know we were, they didn't just come in and take us, you know, willy-nilly. Somebody did help them take us, you know, and right. that's how it we is. We sold ourselves you know, into I, slavery. I keep telling everybody that to understand. We sold ourselves into slavery. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we continue to yeah. do it on a daily basis. And and don't Absolutely. get me wrong, I'm a part of the problem too. But we do it every time we post a video of somebody beating somebody's ass or, or jumping somebody or somebody killing somebody, and we all use yeah. that same little comfortable lie. I'm just calling attention bullshit. You're not calling attention. You, you, you're you right. peddling destruction and fear for likes, and you can't buy shit with likes. Right. Absolutely. You can't do it. You know, talk about that. You know, how many people talk about LeBron's new school or or, or talk about something that that means something. Even if you if you're outraged, then let's let's find let's find a solution. Let's find a direction that makes sense. And we all move in that direction. That works. Instead of, you know, the same way people got behind the ticket sales to make Black Panther the biggest selling movie. You know, Mm -hmm. do that for something that makes a difference. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, King Cadence. I'm about to shut down because I got I need I got to go to work. <laughs> Being work in fifteen minutes, so I'm going to shut down. And I appreciate you, you and Gina Storm. As I said, I'm open to both of you. Whatever I can do for you, I'm here for you. Okay. Okay. Well, appreciate you having us. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Appreciate you both. DJ Kane, you got anything to say? Hey, first I want to give a shout-out to Beast King, man. Rest in peace. You know I'm always late with it. You know uh, you always be remembered, man. Other than that, great feature here with Storm's Cadence. I enjoyed the show, the collaborations. Y'all did y'all thing. Uh, thanks so much. Right. appreciate that. Man. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, until a week after next, we will see you right here on DSR Saturdays presents Full Purpose Pins. And good night, and God bless each and every one of you. Good night. Good night. Good night. Some people live
for the fortune Some people live just for the fame Some people live for the power Yeah Some people live just to play the game Some people think that the physical thing defines what we've been and I've been there before. That's like Doing some fresh thinking on your dream bathroom? Get a vanity from the Home Depot. 